0: This is Don't Mind
1: While We Unwind. Just to recap, this is Don't Mind While You Unwind. We're going to talk about family, industry, and leisure. Three things that are important in our life.
0: Our biggest feedback has been that you have a
1: radio voice. So
0: I have a voice for radio and I have a face for radio. Uh, Just kidding. Check us out on YouTube right here. Almost Happy New Year. That's exciting. 2023 around the corner.
1: Right, we're kind of in that week in between, you know, Christmas and New Year's. I've been uh, talking to some friends this week about just traveling around the holidays. I know a few people ran into some trouble. You had a friend who got stuck up in New York and they had to drive back down. And it made me think, uh, what What are some funny travel stories? What you know, it could be a disaster, it could be funny. What's something that's that's happened to you? Doesn't Mm. have to be recent, doesn't have to be together, but.
0: Yeah, well first of all, like my sympathies go out to anyone that was attempting to travel especially by air over the holidays. That's just crazy. Um one of my funniest travel stories was less about the element of traveling, but it had to do with like me going to this new city that I wasn't really prepared for. And it was right after I got my job working at Porsche. I was going up to train at one of their offices in Chicago. And as like a little Southerner right out of college, I packed my bag. I was super excited. Well, we landed and it was 18 inches of snow, full blown blizzard. And I'm there with like my Rothy flats, a light jacket, you know, a jacket for us Southerners is like what, you know well, a little zip I mean,
1: up th- this is a tr- it's packing is a part of travel you know how well you pack so this was a lesson in how not to pack when you're going to, a, not to pack. a subarctic area like Chicago
0: i just had no concept of how cold it was going to be and what i was stepping out it was honestly like a scene out of a movie and i pop out of the airport and i'm like freezing as i land
1: two questions how cold was it and what did you do to address this cold
0: I don't know. It was 18 inches of snow. I feel like that's all I needed to say. And I ended up having to call my mom and like begging her to send me a North Face jacket and a pair of boots because the other bummer was the hotel we were staying at. We had to like drive to our office each day. Well, I was only 22 years old, so I couldn't even rent a rental car at the time. So I was like, I need real boots because I'm literally walking through like knee-deep snow to get to and from this office it was a disaster. I thought it was going to be this magical, you know, kid going to the Co- coming city. Coming of age experience, <laughs> yeah, and you and know, instead. women in
1: the city, the windy city.
0: Exactly. No, it was just brutal. It what it did end up being a great trip and I made the best of it. But man, what a start.
1: <laughs> As they say, you live and you learn. And that's yeah. that's always kind of a thing with travel. You know, we're, we've, we've made plenty of mistakes and we think we know how to do something perfectly and then we'll, we'll just get hit with an obstacle right in the face. We're like, oh, we should have thought Thought through that a little better.
0: (laughs) Maybe next time. Yep. So what about you? Do you have any fun travel fiascos? Well, I've
1: got a a couple that come to mind. One of them was, I'll do a quick one and then I'll do a family one. So the the quick one was, I think it was my very first work travel trip. I'm right out of school, maybe 24 years old or something. And I I get to the airport. I go to my gate. And I'm just kind of sitting there not paying attention. And then all of a sudden I look at the time and it should have like boarded and taken off. I went to my seat number. My seat number was like A24. Oh so I ended gosh. up at my, you know, totally the wrong gate, wrong terminal. And I had to call my boss. You know, I've been working there like two months. Oh my gosh. I, That's I hilarious. The, so, and, and, you know, it was fine. I got on the next flight like a couple hours later and it got there. So you missed your flight. I totally missed the flight. Yeah. And then like you... Once I got there, I didn't realize I couldn't rent a car because you had to be 25 to rent a car. So again, same issue you ran into. So lesson learned, don't be under 25 if you yeah. need to travel for for anything. Uh, but yeah. and then Well, the,
0: I guess nowadays, like Uber, you, they have the benefit of that. That wasn't really a thing probably when we were both like fresh out of college. There
1: there was no Uber. Yeah. Uh, I, I, to, I took a taxi. Obviously, you're in an airport and a taxi is easy, yeah. to, easy to get, but... Even Uber gets kind of pricey. Like these days, if I travel for work, sometimes I'd rather have a car because those sure. Ubers can add up, you know. Yeah. $150 from the airport to your hotel or something yeah. like that. But my my family one, and this is what I was talking about, where we thought we had this all figured out. You know, we decided we're only gonna carry on. Mm. We're, we're not gonna do check bags. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I know exactly he, where you're
1: going. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. So we got it's me, you, we got the two girls, we Nana, got you on right? with us. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're carrying on maybe eight or nine pieces of luggage. Like our right. whole thing, it's like a five or six day trip down to the Caribbean. Uh, another issue is we had to take like planes, trains, boats, automobiles yep. to get there. So every single step. Well, and each now. of
0: us had like a carry on in a book bag. It wasn't like we had a ton of stuff, but when you have two kids and you bring a carry on in a book bag for them, Oh, and then when your kids—well, <laughs> so that's a, that's the funny part. So we made this work the whole way.
1: We got down there. We had this awesome vacation. We get back, and it wasn't until our final leg back into Atlanta, mm. and it's one in the morning, and the kids pass out. So now we've got nine parcels of luggage and two and passed two. out kids. Yeah, <laughs> and we just had to beg for help. I, I we were begging I people. I think on the we plane. were like
0: honestly like carrying the kids, and then mom would go back and get the luggage, and we would like somehow like move forward until people finally were like. Can we please help you? And they just carried our luggage for us to uh immigration or wherever it was, yeah,
1: yeah, so so I'm in a weird place now because I was carry on for life. I'd done nothing but carry on up until that point. and since that moment, I think we've checked a bag every flight since that experience that was
0: yeah, and then obviously we know like even in a if you're gonna check a bag, like put the things you need in a carry on so usually it's like we have it divided somehow so that. We can have this carry on where we have our essentials just in case anything gets lost. But our additional stuff, we put in a check pa- bag.
1: Passports and swimsuits—the yeah. only two things you need, unless you're going to Chicago. All right, well, we got derailed, but hopefully, and anyone out there that traveled for the holidays, we got home <laughs> safely. It wasn't too bad. And now we got New Year's around the corner. So, well,
0: since we're on stories, I feel like with New Year's right around the corner, you might as well. I know you've got a good New Year's story somewhere. In I, I've
1: got a good New Year's story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease it. I'm gonna make them wait for just a little bit. So I know okay. that we're, uh, we're hosting. So uh, yeah, you remember we're that gonna right? have, we're gonna have some folks over at the house here in a couple know, days.
0: normally I'm very prepared with parties and gatherings, but lately I've just been like here's an invite and it kind of just forces me to get the house cleaned up the day of. And I'm like, we'll make it work. Throw some food,
1: a woman after my own heart, you know, that, that that is my style. But we, we do need to do some planning. We we can't give them like a two week old Clementine. that's (laughs) like, like we have no food.
0: So yeah, well, we're going to do, we thought it would be fun. Um, in the past, actually for new Year's, when we've just celebrated at home with the girls. This is our first, I want to say like, really like, hang out New Year's thing since we've been together because we always just took it easy. Yeah, it's, one, it's hard to get a
1: sitter. Two, you're yeah. a older and you have young kids and you're like, man, I do not want to be hungover on January 1st. Right. Because your kids don't care. You know, they didn't go out hard on the 31st. Yeah,
0: which is nice. So we're keeping it like super local. This is neighbors and whatnot. But we normally in the past used to do like fondue with the kids. And I thought it would be fun this year and something that's like everyone would love. It's a good like absorb the alcohol food. Um, And it would be something that we could do quickly we're going to just whip out some pizzas with this new pizza oven that we got for Christmas.
1: I mean, pizza party, ice cream parties, these things have been working since the <laughs> dawn of time. You know, you we're always- just going
0: to elevate it a little bit. It's going to be some bougie pizzas and maybe some Jenny's ice cream. <laughs> maybe pizza.
1: So the, the pizza won't be square shaped and the ice cream won't come out of a five gallon tub now. This right. isn't the the, uh, the elementary exactly. school. So yeah, so we, we got to put that together and and yeah, I'm sure some funny stories will, will happen, but you asked me and I teased it a little bit. So, you know, one one that comes to mind New Year's specifically, I am in I'm in college and I think I was in downtown Athens and I ended up crashing on a buddy's, you know, he had like one of those lofts up at the third story or whatever. And I'm I'm nowhere near my house. I didn't have a car, I'm I'm hungover. So it's probably you know, 7, 7.30 in the morning on New Year's Day. And I'm just walking down Broad Street in Athens and I'm just going to walk it out. I'm, I think it was like a four or five mile walk to my house. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh. just start going. And I'm just trying to cross, cross broad over to, to kind of North Campus right there. And I just kind of you know, sprint across the street. Well, blue lights. You know, a cop chases me down. No. He's like, "Hey, hey, buddy, you're you're jaywalking," and I. Oh my god! And gosh. I was jaywalking and hitchhiking, so I was like sticking my <laughs> thumb out, and he's like, "You know, you can't do either of these things." And then I've asked the guy, "But man, I'm I'm really far from home. Will you
0: drive me?" Home? The
1: cops gave me a ride in the back no. of the squad car and dropped me oh. off at my house at like 7:30 in the morning I on New mean- Year's Day.
0: That doesn't define you more. Like genius, but also <laughs> yeah. insanity. Like why? I'd be way too chicken to get in the back of that car.
1: A high risk. That's right. Because it's they, they got the child locks on the back. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not getting out when you want to get out. You got to let so the chauffeur let you out.
0: Well, my story, one of my girlfriends in college, we were like, we're going to go out, just the two of us, and have this great New Year's experience. And we went to Buckhead, um, hung out at the bars all night. But we had no idea that taxis were like a hot commodity. And again, this was pre-Uber. And we were like, what do we do? How do we get home? Literally, people were like running up to cars, begging people to open their doors. And we're like, this is insane. So we were like, okay, let's start walking down Peachtree. We found this guy who was getting in his van. And we're like, what made us think this was a good idea? Like, excuse me, can you take us back to campus? He was like, sure, hop in. Here's my card. He was a fur bus driver. So me and her in a fur bus by herself <laughs> made our way back to campus. Nothing happened. It was a great, great ending, but could have ended tragically.
1: Kids do not get into <laughs> cars with strangers. A police officer is acceptable. A <laughs> fur bus driver is not acceptable.
0: I mean, he might as well have lollipops and lure us in, but...
1: Hey, Better Business Bureau gave him an A-plus rating. So y'all y'all uh, yeah. made it home.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. So holidays are done. Uh, New Year's is coming up. You know, that's going to mm-hmm. come and be gone here. So what's going on for 2023? I know you've been doing your, your homework here over the past week. You were reading the TikTok brief over the mm-hmm. past year. And then their you know, future trends. You did the uh, Instagram. You're watching their guy I put on his video today. So what are some takeaways that you're seeing about the... You know, the social media area and what that's been like last year and what that's going to be like going forward.
0: I think something that was wildly successful for us this year that is definitely going to continue in 2023 has been incorporation of humor into short form video. I think people have just really decided and made it vocal on these platforms that they want their experience to be positive They don't want to come on and leave the platform feeling depressed. Um, And I think that's something that when people are looking at social media, they're being drawn naturally to these accounts that are funny, uplifting, motivating, inspirational, aspirational.
1: Well, not to take a huge sidetrack, but social media, you think back a few years, and they took great pleasure in pitting people against each other because... They mm-hmm. figured out people were, it was driving clicks. It was driving the amount of hours they are spending, but people just felt dirty and icky afterwards. So mm-hmm. I think everyone's kind of burned out on the hollering and the yelling on social media online, at least for now, I'm sure it'll be back. But yeah, 2023, let's keep it light. Let's keep people, you know, Well, and I think the-
0: people, so one of three things that like TikTok and Instagram are both echoing is pretty much, you know, people want to be inspired and they want to learn or discover something on these platforms that they can take and then into their everyday real lives. So whether it's learning a cool hack or sharing an interesting way to do your makeup or a new product that will change your lives, like those I, things I am, are,
1: a, I am a sucker for a recipe. Like yeah, when they show the me recipes. a recipe in 5-10 yeah. seconds, just, you know, a couple of clips... I think that's like half the meals that I cook. I'm like, oh my God, I saw this on this Instagram He'll page come
0: into and, the, he literally will come into the room and be like, look at this recipe. And then all of a sudden he's in the pantry and in the fridge.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff you've already gotten in the in the pantry. So it's, yeah. it's, I like it. So, so that but, takeaway was seeing something online and then correct. taking that into the real world right. and applying that. You know, it could be trying a new fashion choice or a new mm-hmm. makeup technique or for me a meal, you know.
0: Well, and I think that's important. It's like, people want to go to social media, but we're not yet at the point where people want to stay in social media. So they're still eager to go get something, but then get back into their everyday lives. And I think that is what these platforms want to encourage is like actionable things that you can share with your followers that are going to make them feel a certain way and then take that and implement it into their everyday lives.
1: It would be nice if in the long run social media more or less kind of just helped out reality, you know, as opposed to trying to take you away from reality and create a new one, if it just enhanced it.
0: Sure. You know, well, giving- it's this like conundrum though, because for these companies, they want you to stay there as long as possible. Hence, you know, you look at the VR headphone or headsets, it's like they're wanting to pull you in more and more, but at the same time, if they push too hard, people back away further. So it's like finding this balance of like we want your eyeballs, but we also understand you're not ready to be here all the time. You know. Yeah, and
1: I mean th- this is anecdotal, but with the uh, the head the headset, you know, like the VR headsets, like you said, pushing too hard, they wanted that so bad, mm. and I just don't think it materialized. I think they were they went a little, yeah. little too hard too early, and you know, it'll be back.
0: Not to say they're not cool, but I just don't think the massive uh, they didn't they didn't get, I, I mean it. i know for a fact
1: they didn't get the adoption that they wanted you know as right. far as like setting up, but i mean their stock got crushed because they said we're going to sell you know 10 million of these things and they sold right. two million of those things so yeah. but they, they are cool we got a friend who uses one he likes it we got a couple neighbors that just got their kids in for for christmas so yep. pe- people like them i just don't think the masses are ready to completely just step out of reality and step into this to this it's new realm.
0: Reality. right yeah no, so absolutely. I'm
1: going to go with augmented reality would be my pitch.
0: Oh, yes. Excuse as opposed me. Yeah. to
1: the full VR. You know, I still want to see. Wait, the headsets are VR. The headsets are virtual reality. Okay. Augmented reality would be like wearing your Ray-Bans and it displaying some bit of information on like a building as you walk. Mm. So you're still looking and living in reality, but it's augmenting. And it's giving you some.
0: That's kind of like there was some feature. Maybe it was on an app where it was like you could walk around the city. This was in real life though, not like Google Maps. Like so you right. had to actually be in the city, but it would tell you like facts about the building you were next to. It was kind of like a tour guide virtual sure. tour guide.
1: Per- perfect example of augmented reality. Yeah. All right. So so TikTok, we said they want to bring joy. They want to keep mm-hmm. it light. They want to encourage you to go try things in the real world, you mm-hmm. know, whether that's a new outfit or a recipe, et cetera. Any other takeaways, they were the the big kind of pillars there.
0: Yeah, I feel like those That is kind of like what these platforms were echoing. Um, You know, the one I am curious to hear what their predictions are would be YouTube next. I haven't dove into that quite yet, but I feel like generally people are going into 2023 wanting it to be a positive year. As we all, you know, as we do every year, you never know what's down the pipeline, but
1: well, one one anecdote that I was cooking and you were reading the reading the report. Literally, mm. this is like you know, she's reading a report.
0: It was, yeah, like a twenty page TikToks, in-depth analysis, hashtags they expect, like but what one of the so they, they talk some about marketing, you know, and how brands are working with the social media
1: companies. Right. Which we do, you know, people are how do you how do you make money doing social media? A lot of what we do is called brand deals where we'll work with a particular brand, a grocer or a delivery service or an airline. And they will pay us money to basically shoot a commercial within sure. your feet. You know, A
0: short-form, personal commercial, essentially, yeah.
1: Right. So the anecdote that they gave was they they took this uh, company in Australia, and then they also had a, I think it was a TikTok user. Mm-hmm. And they, they gave the company the normal budget to go shoot a TV spot. And they gave this girl. And,
0: well, no, yeah, the company then also had just an influencer create a piece of content. And then they put... The same amount of money behind promoting both the TikTok generated content and the brand created content on TikTok. And the influencer version wildly outperformed the. Yes. Some of the stuff was m- like, oh, it's
1: 8% more. better than the TV spot, which still is amazing because you know sure. it costs so much less to produce it. But so one of them less. was like, you know, 240% more. And it was the, uh, the, Cost per click was the thing they were looking. at. Yeah. So they were they were getting that much more traffic driven off of well, the organic. And kind you of
0: think like thing. you know to put it in perspective for everybody, it's like if you think about how many times you see a commercial on TV now, almost never, maybe only like large events, but that those funds have shifted to social media marketing and, you know, this creator generated content, because we are the ones now creating commercials for these brands, whereas they used to produce them themselves for television. So that money has like essentially just moved onto these social platforms, which is why so many people are like eager to become quality creators.
1: I was gonna break into song, but I thought I was gonna butcher the lyrics of the the Applebee's, the like the country songs.
0: Don't don't even try. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: but, was it like fancy, like Applebee's on a Tuesday? Is that the word? <laughs> yes, yeah. But perfect example of yeah. Well, they made this song, but then the campaign was just they took you know normal people's TikToks and Instagram reels, and they just slapped them up on your TVs. Yeah. So you're watching Monday Night Football and Applebee's on a Tuesday. More
0: and more brand commercials on TV are even featuring social media content in their mass media marketing.
1: Right. And and that's always a struggle for us when we're, you know, we're doing a campaign with a brand mm-hmm. and they'll give us a brief, They're like, these are the type of things we want to talk about. And, and sometimes we feel we're guilty of making a produced commercial. We're like, ah, sure. it feels like that was a television commercial that we're just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, we do all this other content this great travel content funny content but then we put this commercial and it feels like a commercial i think what we're trying to do this next year and that yeah. these platforms want you to do is make it almost imperceivable that this is a, a commercial you know yeah. th- this is something Which, funny something organic
0: to our you know defense it takes that takes in influencing the brands to be acceptive to that type of content because a lot of people they've got to let go a little bit right like they want to see a certain vision and that's what they express to us to produce and then if we you know get off course from that and do something that feels a little bit more natural to our brand sometimes they're like that's a little too adventurous like they they haven't accepted it as widely as you know clearly the consumers have
1: right and and some of the most difficult brand deals that we've done in our time doing this are the ones that have these briefs that just go on and on and on. It's just right. bullet point after bullet point of the things. They I know want the you to name, do. but
0: we won't say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know that, I mean that
1: one comes to mind. There's a, there's a few that come to mind like that, but then there's other ones that are just kind of like
0: you do know, your thing.
1: Yeah, they, they tell you to do your thing. Like here's the product. You be creative, and those are those are the most fun, and those typically perform mm-hmm. the best. And those are the brands that them. you
0: probably know from social media because they have like embraced and allowed influencers to like run wild with their brands the way that they think meets their audience. And as long as you pick people who, you know, their audience mirrors your ideal clientele, then let them do their magic, you know? For sure. All right. Well, I feel like that was it. That's
1: a a good conversation. You know, episode two here, we, we hopefully have a few ahead of us at least another two or three. (laughs) We're trying to get a feel
0: for like how often we are going to do this. I would ideally love to do it weekly. So I think that's going to be our goal, at least for the next while.
1: Well, disclaimer. So we got some great positive feedback, you know, mostly from our friends and family who who downloaded (laughs) and listened to this, you know, but what, what I want some people to know is like we tried to... To run a podcast last night and we trashed it. It was like yeah. just throwing no. a piece of paper in the wastebasket. I like, was
0: gonna say like it's worth being honest. Like f- there's other people out there trying to start podcasts, trying to like jump in on something new this year, and let that be your message. Like you will fail, and it's okay. Keep trying, and you know go from there. But yeah, we were ended in tears last night. So. <laughs>
1: and and not to mention every time we do this technical difficulties it takes us 30 or 40 minutes just to figure out how to get the yeah. microphones and the headphones to work but we're getting better which means there might be an episode three no. of don't mind yes.
0: well while, while we unwind <laughs> we'll see you in 2023 for episode three like that i can dig it i like All right. it bye y'all